How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. This is the Sports Edge with Rick Wolf on your flagship station for New York sports. The Fan, Sports Radio 66 and 1019 FM, WFAN, New York. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Rick Wolf Sports Edge. I'm your host, Rick Wolf. And, of course, today is Super Bowl Sunday. And what has become a, a Sports Edge annual tradition for many years, why we want everyone to, of course, enjoy the, the big day of NFL football, we also want to help and give sports parents some insights, some, some guidelines that they should be aware of when it comes to their kids wagering on the big game. And for that matter, to educate our listeners about the, well, the devastating impact that being addicted to sports gambling can have. Now, each Super Bowl Sunday, I ask Don R. from Gamblers Anonymous to come on the show. And no, this, this hour is not intended to debate the the so-called merits of wagering on athletic events. I mean, that's not the purpose of this hour at all. In fact, from my research, pretty close to 40 states in the nation have legalized various forms of sports gambling. In other words, we fully accept that wagering exists and is legal in most states. That's a given. Rather, because it's well established by the medical community that gambling can become a most addictive disease for a certain percentage of our population, it's our feeling that the sooner that sports parents can begin to pinpoint the telltale signs of their kids' wagering, the sooner parents can take uh, proactive action to, to try and intervene in a positive way. Before I get it to Don, uh, I will start and I will repeat this information throughout the hour. The Gamblers Anonymous Hotline, the number is 855-222-5542, or you can go to their website at gamblersanonymous.org. And again, I'll be repeating that information throughout uh, the Sports Edge this morning. Now, friends, the, the issue of gambling addiction, again, it's well known, and again, we want to make it clear that we acknowledge that gambling is legal in many states. And the truth is, in most states, the legal age to gamble is 21. But all that being said, we all know that there are billions and billions of dollars being wagered by college and high school kids who are underage. That's a real concern. And honestly, it's what we're going to talk about today. I have a bunch of numbers and stats that I, and some things going on that you might not be aware of 
because it's such an onslaught and such a popularity for, for gambling. Anyhow, on that note, let me bring in Don R. from Gamblers Anonymous. Uh, Don, good morning. Uh, it's, uh, and thank you, as always, for taking the time to talk about this important issue with, regarding kids and, and gambling on sports. Thanks for having me, Rick. I always appreciate it. I think we've been doing this for 18 to 19 years, so we've seen how the illness has progressed and the more venues that are out there to uh, create problems for children and, in turn, problems for parents. No question. And, again, we, we've been around doing the show uh, this on Super Bowl Sunday, as you said, for a number of years. And it's funny because we have sort of gone from a, a sort of a 180 where sports wagering, sports gambling, um, wasn't that long ago, was totally illegal. And now it's flopped the other way. And now it is legal in, in most states. And the concern is, look, we're not legislatures. If this is what the, the people want, that's fine. But almost all these states, and there are a few exceptions, depending on if it's a casino or where somebody goes to gamble, in most states, the age to gamble to wager is 21. And we know that we see so many kids today who are getting seduced by this and they fall into this when they're their teenage years. Um, they, they, they somehow, for a certain portion of the population, they fall victim to this addiction. And before we get to, uh, before I start asking you questions, Don, and friends, we'll take your numbers, we'll take your calls at uh, our number, of course, 877-337-6666. Let me just give some basic stats about kids and wagering to show how serious this problem is. Now, these numbers I'm going to go through, they're all taken from, from various top medical sources. Here's the first one. Approximately 4 to 7% of our kids ages 12 through 17, which means, of course, they're well below the age of, of a majority to, to gamble legally. But 4 to 7% of our kids meet one or more criteria, criteria for having a serious gambling problem. And another 10 to 14% are at risk for developing an addiction, which means that they already show signs of losing control over their impulsive gambling behavior. Now, we're talking... We're not talking about thousands or hundreds of thousands. We're talking about millions of teenagers, kids who are running the difficulties with a, a growing gambling problem. In general, between 60 to 80% of all high school students report having gambled for money during the past year. 60 to 80%. 4 to 6% of those students are considered addicted to gambling. And another 6 to 8%, again, are at risk of developing a serious gambling problem of showing signs of loss of control. Boys are more likely than girls to gamble and experience these issues, but as we've discussed in recent years with Don, the percentage of girls, teenage girls gambling, has risen significantly as well. Problem is this, for most parents and their kids who are teenagers, gambling is still seen as being some sort of, I don't know, innocuous behavior with few negative consequences but for those kids who develop an addiction, it can really spiral out of control and basically ruin their lives. I mean, again, addiction to gambling is recognized as a real addictive illness by the American Psychiatric Association. And I feel it's important that, to point out that back in 2013, not that long ago, just 10 years ago, the American Psychiatric Association changed their definition of compulsive gambling from, quote, being an impulse disorder, unquote, 
to being categorized as an addiction. In short, gambling is fully recognized as a serious medical disease. Now, Don, I go through these. Obviously, you know all this. But for the benefit of our listeners, try to put this all in perspective because it is a real problem. I mean, one of the numbers, one of the issues about kids and gambling is that just a few years ago, gambling with underage kids was pretty much done online, you know, on a computer. But now much of that activity as you know, Don, has shifted to kids using cell phones. That When kids gamble on cell phones, that makes it very difficult for a parent to be able to track what a kid is doing in terms of their sports betting. Well, I think that what happens with a lot of parents and you know, what we try to do here at Gamblers Anonymous is to try to, when a parent calls in and they say they have a problem, most parents feel very guilty about what have we done wrong in this situation, whether it be drugs or alcohol, and now obviously with the gambling being so widespread. Mm -hmm. The first thing the parent wants to do is they will pay off these debts. Now, with the advent of legalized gambling, it's not the the days like when we started the show where you had the only place you could make a sports bet is through illegal gambling through a bookmaker. Right. With a bookmaker, you don't have to put up money. You end up, you have to pay the bookmaker at the end of the week and you scramble and you steal or find some way to do it. Now money has to be put up front. And the question really comes, where does the, where does the child get the money? Where does the child end up having to steal the money? What happens with the you know the credit cards? And the parents feel guilty. They pay it off. They tell the children, don't do it again. But they really haven't gotten to the crux of the thing because they feel so guilty. And they really don't understand what's going on. Yeah, that, that sort of captures uh, the, the whole issue in a nutshell. Because, you know, as you said, Don, the, the, the parents... And many of them obviously do wager. They they love going to a casino. Or they love to put uh, you know bet on their favorite teams. And again, that's all legal. That that's not in the dispute here. But then they see their kids are watching this as well. Kids who are I don't know middle school, high school. Kids who are into sports as well. They find it to be very socially interactive to be part of the uh, the, the, the the crowd in high school that's betting on games. But again, as you said. The kid, A, if the kid is using it on their cell phone, and B, they have to have a credit card or access to a credit card to put the wager, to pay for the, put the money up front. As you said, parents might be aware of this. They may sheepishly sit down with the kid and say, hey, you know, I'm not sure you should do that because you're underage and you could get in trouble. Uh, But the kid's going to say, but mom or dad, I see you gambling. What's the difference? Well, the parent should really, instead of being defensive, just say, look, I'm, I'm over the age of 21. You're not. And gambling is, is, is da- has dangerous uh, repercussions. But So what happens when the parents call into Gamblers Anonymous about this? What, 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 what kind of counseling do you guys offer to these parents who are obviously concerned? Or they realize their kid is sort of out of control? Well, what we do is with Gamblers Anonymous, we talk to the parents and we try to get some sort of inf- information. We try to, there's Gamblers Anonymous, and we try to get them to send, send the, the child to a meeting, you know, as close as possible. But there's also another part of 
Gamblers Anonymous, which was a separate organization called Gaminon. Mm-hmm. Gaminon is for the parents or the people who are affected, whether it be, you know, the uh, the other children in the family, um, other people who were affected by that child's situation or that person who's gambling. So we give them the opportunity. We try to, if the parents go to these Gaminon meetings, they will learn about what the gambling's all about, what they can do, what the uh, signs are. Is the child is the child isolating? Is the child not doing as well in school? Is the child isolating from his friends? You know, and I use his, but more and more, just like you talked about before, you know, there's females. Back in the day, there were very few sports. I mean, a female would not go into a racetrack. It just wasn't a comfortable place for them. Mm-hmm. But now with the advent of the online gambling with the ability to bet on the phone and females are playing, I mean, like out, of, out on the, I know I live out on Long Island, they have flag football for females. So if they're playing flag football, that means they have to learn about the rules of football and it becomes more enticing. More women are active in all these sports that formerly were male dominated. So they become interested in it. And as your statistics said, and you know, we have the statistics. I mean, I was at a meeting last week where there were 30 people and 10 of them were females. Hmm. That was unheard of when me and you started this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And again, friends, I just want to, as I said, I will give you the number for Gamblers Anonymous. The hotline is 855-222-5542. Uh, the website is gamblersanonymous.org. Uh, you can also find information there about Gamblin, uh, Gamblin as well for, you know, your families and what's going on here. Because this is, as Don is saying, this is serious stuff. And parents don't, you know, it, it's it's it's... It's awkward for parents to somehow find or discover, perhaps by accident, or perhaps they just sort of assume their kids weren't doing this, when the situation arises and it's a real problem. I mean, Don talked about kids isolating, meaning that they're they're sort of staying away from, you know, interacting with their kids while they're gambling, or their grades are suffering, or you just get a sense that your kid is, there's somehow, something's going on in their life that, that is wrong, and they don't know what to do about it. They sort of figure they can, they'll, they'll find a way out of the, out of the debt, uh, whatever. But you've got to be paying attention to what's going on. And, friends, um, there are other things going on, too, that are not well publicized in terms of this issue and how parents need to, uh, and school districts, for that matter, have to sort of cope with this, this ongoing rise in popularity of gambling. And we'll get to that later on the show. But anyhow, our number here, of course, is 877-337-6666. I'm going to take a short break. When I return, of course, I'll come back with Don from Gamblers Anonymous. And uh, yeah, we'll take your calls and let's talk about this because this is a real, real concern. All right, stay with me. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back here on the Sports Edge, and we're talking this morning, as we do every Super Bowl Sunday, with Don R. Uh, from Gamblers Anonymous about what sports parents need to know about the well, the, the explosive popularity of, and growth of teenagers who are learning how to gamble on sports, even though, unless you're 21, it's illegal. And even worse, it can lead to real serious addiction issues. And, um, you know, Don, since the laws were changed back in 2018 regarding uh, gambling, the, the, the popularity of this activity has really has taken off like a rocket. We're talking literally billions and billions being wagered in each year, the number continues to go up, and it doesn't show any sign of slowing down. However, we are beginning to see some some people who are following all these and see the numbers, and we're, we're seeing their concerns here. Now, again, this is all legal for, for example, professional sports leagues to partner with gambling and, and uh, wagering and so on and so forth. But as a parent, it's always... Always difficult to see why you know how this how this is going to influence the next generation of young athletes. For example, with all this money floating around, I do wonder when a a top athlete, either professional or even college, might get caught up in a gambling scandal. Now that's not talked about much these days, but I I'm concerned. I mean, I think kids today they're just sort of growing up in an environment where gambling is is legal, but I I wonder if they if anybody 
in high school, in college, somebody somewhere sitting down with these athletes say, you understand that um, wagering is illegal. You can't wager on games, um, especially if you're playing them. Do you see that as a concern as well, Don? You know, I'm kind of dating myself, but I remember uh, back in the day, there was a fellow, and my father knew this man, and he showed me one day about his son, and the son's name was Jack Molinas. And he was, <laughs> okay. and this is this is a million years ago, and my father was not a sports better, but just knew the name, and his name was all over the papers. Well, Jack Molinas was one of the first people to start fixing college basketball games. Yes. You know, City College of New York was one of the premier basketball teams in the country for many years, and they got caught up in, in the sports gambling. Uh, Boston College it got caught up in, in, in that situation. So with these new, new things coming through and with these NILs, which is the name, image, and likeness, right. you know, money is being funneled through. It's not coming through the colleges. It's through these booster programs. And, you know, when is the next day going to be that a college athlete or a group of college athletes, especially a basketball game where there's only five players that can influence the game, you know, can create these problems. No, it's, it's uh, again, it's not often discussed, uh, especially in the last, in this day and age, but uh, you mentioned, of course, going back to the early 1950s with CCNY and that, you know, the, the point shaving scandals and that basically sort of blew up their program uh, from national prominence. Uh, over the years, you mentioned Boston College, Arizona State, uh, Tulane, there have been several others, and again, the, these are college kids looking to make a few extra bucks. Now, with the advent of NIL, this thing's and 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 wagering being legal, I just think it's um, unfortunately sort of a, a ticking time bomb uh, until we see something else happen. Uh, and and I, I am concerned about this because I don't know if who is educating these student athletes as to the problems that come with um, with gambling or being approached by a gambler or whatever when it comes to point shaving, particularly in basketball or other other aspects. All right, let's, again, other things I want to talk about as well, but I do want to get some more calls here. Let's start this morning with Jack uh, Jack Smith and over in Farallon. Hey, Jack, good morning. You're first up on the fan today. How are you, Rick? Good, and, Jack. You know, and, and this is always such a great show. In fact, I can remember years ago, um, I mean, I've been listening to the show close to 20 years, and – you know, I, I remember years ago in my health classes, we did a human values uh, um, topic. It was a unit, a very short unit, but we talked about things like this. And I used to tell my kids, I remember your shows years ago uh, on, on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell my kids to, to listen to it, to get up and listen to it. You know, and there's, there's something that, that as a teacher and a coach of so many years, you know, one of the things that I want parents to understand is that the little football pools and the NCAA you know, March Madness brackets, those are not innocent. Don't tell me those are innocent little things because they're not. You know, it's the introduction drug. That's what it is. You know, you put $5 down, you can win 50 100 500 whatever. And when that happens, the kid's hooked. He really is hooked. And I used to say in, in my health classes that becoming an, an addict in gambling it's probably quicker than becoming an addict in cocaine or even heroin. Right. It really is because the first time you win, 90% of the kids are hooked. Yeah. Now they think they can win all the time. 
And then what happens is the kids that are betting are usually athletes into sports and very competitive kids. So what happens when a competitive person loses? They want to win. So what do they do when they lose that first bet? Now they come back and try to win it again. So what happens is it's, it's a vicious, vicious cycle. I used, to, I used to do this all the time in my health classes and talk about this. It is a life lesson program. You know, one of our mega skills in life lessons is common sense. And here's the problem, and I've mentioned this many times on your show, Rick. Kids, the part of the brain that controls your thought process and decision-making is the prefrontal lobe. A child or a kid or a person's prefrontal lobe is not developed until their mid-20s. So, therefore, that's why kids make stupid mistakes, yeah. make bad judgments. And this is bad judgment. I know of parents, seriously, that actually start the program for the kids and let them use their credit card. Oh, my child has control of it. Oh, <clears throat> they're not going to get in trouble. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> when you start seeing thousands of dollars on your credit card, you better open your eyes, parents, because it is a problem. Rick, Jack- this show is great. I look forward to this show every year. Well, thank you so much for doing it. Th- thank you, Jack. And I do want to just, uh, Don, uh, sort of underscore what Jack just mentioned. And that is that, um, yeah, the gambling operations, uh, you know, they, they they understand how to basically attract kids into into the whole process. And, yeah, I mean, there's already been, I mentioned, there are now some people who are saying, wait a minute. If, if you will, if you're saying, you know, if you can come in and we'll make the first hundred dollars free or the first two hundred dollars free, suddenly you're roping that kid in. And theoretically, it's supposed to be somebody's 21, but we know how the process works. These these gambling, uh, you know, huge multi-billion-dollar operations are basically attracting their audience by making things free, and that's not a good thing. That is not a good thing uh, because it's just uh, once a kid gets hooked. Um, and as Jack said, a lot of them are competitive kids in high school who play sports, and they they say, "Okay, I know sports. I can make make. I'm an expert in this. I'll, I'll make it happen." But they end up um, unfortunately in trouble. It's a problem, right, Don? Yes. And I want I want I always give an image of this: three people walking down the street. One person is a drug addict, and he's stumbling down the street. People can see it. Another person is an alcoholic. You could see him stumbling down the street. You could smell his breath. Uh-huh. The problem with the compulsive gambler is that there's no outside warning signs. It's an invisible illness, and people cannot relate to that. And that makes our help of these people more difficult. And it becomes a progressive, just like Jack was talking about, it's a progressive illness. We always gamble when people talk about losing huge sums of money. Well, it's all about having access and access to the money that they have. And that's where the numbers come up. And that's what we're seeing. And today, there's going to be Super Bowl parties. Parents are going to be making their wages. They're going to take their younger children who are not not able to legally bet, but say, well, who do you want? I'll put in a bet for you. And that starts the cycle. And the kid wins. It's amazing how many times I, we have heard, I won my first bet, we got something for nothing, and it just exploded from there. The other part is, what I, 
is that last year they said that eight billion dollars, eight billion, was bet on the Super Bowl. This year they expect the number to be legally sixteen billion dollars. Yeah, somebody is going to get hurt in that situation, whether it be young people or the lower economic classes who really can't afford to be hurt by these situations. And that's where we have to help out. Yeah, it really just snowballs. Um, the numbers are staggering. And, I mean, the, the National Council on Problem Gambling reports that when teenagers, again, teenagers are not allowed, that's illegal gambling, but when they do gamble, they are the ones who are at the greatest risk for developing an addiction, uh, more than any other age group. And as I mentioned earlier on the show, you know, something, there are lots of studies that show between 60 and 80% of high school students report having gambled for money. I mean, it's just out there, and yet we don't seem to be aware of how to sort of stem the tide to educate our kids. In fact, one of the, there's a, one of the more unsettling headlines in the last year uh, is that a number of major betting corporations have struck deals with uh, major sports universities. According to the New York Times, at least eight universities, including uh, schools like Michigan State, Louisiana State, University of Colorado, and several others, they become partners with online sports betting companies. In other words, these, these kind of relationships with, with these gambling operations because they're putting up advertising and signage and on the Jumbotron, on the, on the college campus, at the games, it gives off a strong sense that these colleges are fully embracing gambling for underage kids. I mean, and as such, the kids see all this and they figure, well, if the school, which I attend, thinks this is okay because they're in business with these people, then I guess it's okay for me to gamble. I, I, you know, now more and more legislators are saying, wait a minute, that's that's not a good message for us to be sending out to our undergraduates, most of whom are, are too young to gamble. Don, this is what we're talking about here. It's like, it's just a, an unbelievable marketing campaign to attract younger underage kids who want to feel like, well, if there's, you know, my college embraces this, I guess I should be doing the same thing. And I think that part of it is that at least when I was growing up, my allegiance was to a team. And now when you talk to children as they get older, yeah, they have some allegiance to the team, but their next thing is the fantasy sport. Yes, of course. What players and how much did they win? And if you think about kids in school, you know, the kids who were the stars were the kids who were the, were the good athletes. But nowadays because all these kids are secretly gambling, you know, the other stars in the school are the kids who supposedly are winning or telling their friends that they're winning. And this just breeds more and more people. Well, if he can do it, then I can do it. And it just kind of snowballs into that situation where, you know, we have a problem. And and we do, at Gamblers Anonymous, we do a lot of speaking engagements at high schools. And when we ask the question, well, how many of you have bet, very few of them, you know, will raise their hands or will call the school and the school will say, well, we only have uh, sessions, you know, with the PTA, the drugs and alcohol. We're really not interested in gambling. Well, within a few months after that, 
we get a call and say, listen, we have a major problem here. Yeah. We have some kids who are getting in trouble. You know, the parents are coming into the school desperate because where do parents go? Then, you know, parents aren't sophisticated enough to understand, you know, what what the situation is. So it just it just spirals through this whole situation and just creates more problems. And there's nothing worse. I mean, the stigma of a child who has done something to be ashamed of themselves at that age is very difficult to walk away from. And that really has this enormous impact on the child, you know, 16 year old, an 18 year old, a 20 year old, whatever. And, and the child no longer is it's even that age. The 22-year-old who gets in trouble from gambling gets fired from his job. Just yeah, it, it's puts the stigma on them that really is difficult, and it really takes a lot of work for us, us or the outside world, and for them to really assimilate how they can get past it. That you really haven't done anything wrong. They got a problem, and we're here at Gamblers Anonymous to show them that there's a way, and and they get the support. Gamblers Anonymous, another terminology for Gamblers Anonymous or any of the addiction programs is a support group. And that's what we do. We support these young people who come through. We don't lecture them. We show them and we're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If they want to make a bet, they have a phone number of a sponsor or somebody in the room where they can get some help and they can get them through that moment of not gambling. You know, that's all very, very well said. And, and uh, again, friends, uh, the Gamblers Anonymous uh, phone number is 855-222-5542. Gamblersanonymous.org is the website. And as Don was just outlining, you know, parents, you got to wake up. You got to wake up. I know it's not it, the world we live in is not the world perhaps you grew up in or I grew up in or Don grew up in. It's changed. And kids today, and um, again, we can spend another hour talking and debating about this, but the fantasy leagues are obviously are now focused on individual performances by, by athletes. And yeah, that gets into the whole idea. There's a backdrop there of wagering. Uh, and kids obviously love to play fantasy. But again, nobody ever sits down and says, you understand, this is sort of like setting up to start to gamble on sporting events. Uh, it is for a certain portion of the population. Uh, and we're not talking, again, about uh, you know, hundreds or thousands. We're talking about millions of kids who end up with a, an addiction problem. And as Don just outlined, it can really have a devastating uh, and escalating impact, not just on their own lives, but on their families' lives as well. I mean, it's as simple as that. I mean, I... I Again, this is this is a real concern. Uh, look, I got I know we have some more calls when I get to, but I had, I got to take a quick break. Uh, obviously, when I return, I'll continue my conversation with Don from Gamblers Anonymous, and uh, we'll take your calls as well. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Hey, back here on the Sports Edge. Just a quick reminder that uh, you can always find me at my website at askcoachwolf.com, and you can follow me and the, the upcoming shows at uh, on Twitter at AskCoachWolf. Uh, just a couple of quick notes before we get back to uh, Don R. from Gamblers Anonymous and your calls. I just want to take a quick moment to thank everyone who sent along such, uh, well, such wonderful and, and flattering wishes about my uh, 25th anniversary show last week. I mean, the response was just stunning in every way. You know, I, I 
every Sunday I sit in front of a microphone, uh, and, and as I come on the air, I just hope that there are some people out there who are who are awake and tuning into WFAN. Uh, so when I receive an outpouring of emails and texts and tweets from you all, well, all I can say is that it's just unbelievably meaningful and important to me. I mean, it really is. And, and before I forget, one of the best tweets came from my daughter, Alyssa, who has always been a proud supporter of the show and uh, who is known on Twitter and other social media outlets as one of the brightest and funniest young people in the world of comedy. So thank you, Alyssa, for your kind words. And by the way, just to put my 25 years on the fan into proper perspective, please bear in mind that, uh, I mean, 25 years is a long, long time to be on the air, but my father actually holds the Guinness World Record for being the longest-running sportscaster of all time. Dad, yeah, this is true, worked as an on-air sportscaster for 78 years. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. And in truth, I don't think I'm going to be coming close to that record. Anyhow, some other news, other big news regarding the Sports Edge. We return next Sunday to an 8 a.m. start. I would go from uh, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. So, yes, so enjoy the extra hour of sleep next Sunday, Sunday morning because I know I will. Okay, back to, uh, to Don R. from Gamblers Anonymous, and we're taking your calls at 877-337-6666. Don, let's, let's, uh, let's, go to, um, let's go to Ed Ward over in Jersey to get, uh, get his thoughts about gambling and what's happening these days. Ed, good morning. You're on the fan. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? I'm good, Ed. You? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to watching the Super Bowl later, but it's ironic. A friend of mine is a, a, a coach and a teacher at a local high school in Union County. And yeah. This, this week, they had an assembly at night for parents and kids, which was well attended. And they had four ex-gamblers there, and they were sharing their stories and um he was telling me the next day that some of the students that he has and some of the players was like they were shocked at, at what can happen when especially when they don't pay their debts. Yeah. And it was pretty scary. I mean they were they were betting with heavy bookmakers and all that stuff. So uh again, I know gambling is a big thing in, in the area now, you know, going on apps and all that stuff. But God, you guys you, got to watch you, you got to watch how to, how you spend your money because you don't want to go broke i mean fortunately i've been lucky i, I the only time i ever really bet it was doing those football tickets you know when they were out but i i've never never touched touch gambling and i i don't intend to in, in my later life ed you said this is over in union county this is happening in the school districts there no one of the they they, they brought brought a um uh you know a, a speaker in and he brought in like four uh gamblers Yep. Uh, you know, and, and it, just to share stories and all that stuff, I guess, to let these young people know that, hey, gambling's not all cracked up or what it is, especially if you're in debt. Yeah, and you said it was well attended, correct? By the well kids? attended by students and parents. And parents. I mean, it's uh, that has to happen more, quite frankly, because, you know, uh, it's one thing if... if um, Mom and dad try to, you know, you know, control the kid and educate them. But the kids today, teenagers, yeah, 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 I know more than you do about uh, technology. And I'm, I know fantasy leagues and I know what I'm doing because I follow sports. Mom and dad, you don't. But it's a little different, Ed, when it's somebody from outside 
gets up in front of an audience of, of kids and their parents and says, let me explain to you how my life got turned upside down because I thought I knew all the answers when it came to, to wagering on sports. And that's that tends to hit home to the kids because these are people they do not know but have really scary stories to tell. And, um, yeah, we gotta get we got to get around this. Uh, I agree. Well, especially, especially, you know, you know, FAM college, Craig Cartney, how, how it ruined his, wife, his life for a while, and now he's getting everything back in place. And he even shared a story. He's got to do two shows a week, you know, on FAN and on CBS Sports, just so he can recoup the money that I guess he lost through all the gambling and the Ponzi schemes that, unfortunately, he, he was entailed with. Yeah, and again, he's, he was an adult. This has to do with uh, with kids, and the kids are obviously uh, are a little less worldly, let's say, than uh, the adults are who gamble. Um, and anyway, thank you, thank you for sharing that stuff about what's happening over in Jersey with uh, you know sports parents and their kids attending these lectures because from gamblers, it's important stuff. And thank you, Ed. And, and in fact, you know, Don, I, I it reminds me there is actually a new proposed law in New York State that's making the rounds uh, from a, a congressman uh, upstate, uh, Paul Tomko. He's in the Albany area. And he apparently feels that the rampant exposure today via advertising uh, regarding gambling to, to kids needs to be corralled uh, and sort of put under tighter control. Um, and he's proposed law. It's something called the Betting on Our Future Act. Basically, he's saying that it would ban all electronic and online advertising that promotes gambling. Um, because, you know, we know that the, the kids and young people are the fastest growing demographic for gamblers. Um, it's a real concern. In fact, there's also um, uh, uh, some states, I think I thought in Virginia, and this may already, already have become a law, that uh, there's a law in Virginia believe, that now is requiring all public schools, all public schools within that state to teach students about the risks of gambling. That's that's pretty that's pretty stunning. I mean, the fact is, <laughs> when it comes to getting uh, states and 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 school boards to agree on on curriculum, we can't get many schools to even do uh, put in a class on basic financial literacy for our kids. But there are laws. As I said I think this is coming out of Virginia. That's going to mandate that our teachers, our teachers, will have to educate our kids about any and all issues involved with gambling. And that sounds. That sounds. I mean, this this is amazing. I mean, things are happening that doesn't get a lot of attention, but these things are bubbling up. Don, I'm sure you feel that's a good idea, correct? Well, I think that one of the things is from 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 speaking at schools and being with other GA members who have who have spoken at schools. A 15 year old might not be able to assimilate the evils of gambling, but. The interesting thing with young people is that when you tell them a story, it sticks in their minds. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen this year, maybe a number of years later, it's either themselves who have a problem or one of their friends. And all of a sudden, they and I can't tell you how many calls we've gotten. And they said, you know something? I was at my school. Somebody talked about gambling. And I remembered that there was something called Gamblers Anonymous. The fellow spoke. And he says, that's how I got to you. So we plant the seeds. It doesn't have to flower right away. And that's where our speaking engagement and that sort of situation. You know, I always think about, you know, we as parents, 
I mean, we want to provide for our children. We want to do well for them. We want to house them properly. But if you really think about the most valuable asset that we have in life is really our children. Mm -hmm. We can take care of them and help them get through the tough times. And nobody gets a free ride from what I've seen in my life. But if we can take care of our most valuable asset and mold them and help them get through the tough times in life, I mean, our parents were not that sophisticated, per se, of helping us or understanding what we were going through. My father certainly didn't understand what I was doing, and I was gambling. I had access to money, and I was just gambling, you know, and putting myself, and I put myself in very, very tough, both financial and even at an early age, legal problems. So, I mean, those are the parts that, that parents have to understand of helping the child as early as possible so that at least the seeds are planted so we can help them coming down the road. And again, there's GA and there's Gaminon and there's help. And again, it seems like every state now, I know New York State has a Council on Compulsive Gambling right. with help. Yep. There's the New Jersey Council, and we're not affiliated with them, but to me, any place that a parent or a child can get help is is greatly appreciated. And, and the great thing about Gamblers Anonymous is once somebody comes into the program for the parent and for the child, we're there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's really important to help somebody get through this crisis. The, the, I'm glad you mentioned there are, I mean, the good news, if you will, is that there seem to be just an abundance now of places where parents or teenagers can, can reach out for help. Uh, and obviously, Gamblers Anonymous has been around for a long time. Again, that number is 855-222-5542, gamblersanonymous.org. But, you know, the irony in all this, Don, is that, you know, it seems to me that parents today, especially sports parents, who are so involved in the the, uh, the burgeoning athletic careers of their kids that, you know, they, 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 they want to be at every game. They want to go to every practice. They want to know what's happening with the, the coaching strategy and, and my, is my kid on the fast track and so on and so forth. So the parents are involved with their kids with sports, and yet you're not really sure that the parents – for whatever reason, either they just figure that their kid's not involved or they turned a blind eye to this or they don't understand that um, they figure the kids are not in, not involved because they have, they're not 21 yet. But the fact of the matter is, this is, as you mentioned, it's an invisible addiction and most kids don't know who to turn to and they're embarrassed to go to mom and dad if they are in debt or they're losing money or, or whatever it might be. Um, it's a problem. So you know, our, our, our time is uh, running out here, Don, but, you know, give, give us, give the parents who are listening in, you know, some, some tips for moms and dads of what do they should be looking for or watching with their kids, particularly if kids have a credit card, which probably came from the mom or dad. And two, the kids obviously have access to a laptop but also they have cell phones. Remind us again of what are the things you should be looking for as a parent? Well, I think for the parent is, yeah, they don't want to invade the child's privacy, Yep. but they start seeing certain signs. If the child starts to isolate, obviously if the child starts, you know, you see the, the school, the, the grades going down. 
if you see that he's hanging out with different people, um, if he starts talking about it, and kids are really not good at hiding things, they start talking about, well, I won this game. And it doesn't have to be the kid who's the athlete. It's the kid who really is pre-programmed to get into trouble. I wasn't a good athlete, but I was pre-programmed to gambling because I love to play cards. I love to do those things. So I was kind of pre-programmed to be in that situation. And that's what the parents have to look at. And, you know, and I always use this analogy. You know, you've written many books, and you know the beginning, the middle, and the end. But for a parent, there's the beginning, and then there's the middle. And if the middle is, and if the child is gambling, he's going to end up with this bad life or not, not work out well. But if we can help that child right in the middle, this, the ending of the book will be so different than what it could have been. And that's all we care about. And that's the way I really look at life. That yeah. Gambler's Anonymous came to me, and I was able to change the, the, the ending of my book. That's a pretty good perspective on this, Don, uh, because, yeah, I mean, the kids are just starting out. And, um, you know, again, uh, it's a different society today than it was you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago. We, we want our kids to succeed. Uh, we will do whatever we can to have them succeed. We want them to be popular. We want them to have fun. Those are all good, positive thoughts from a parent. But when we start getting reports like this, um, that teenagers uh, are suddenly becoming more ambitious, they're emboldened to, to start to gamble, and, you know, the parents don't really know what to make of this, even if they, if they were aware of it. I mean, we said they, a lot of times moms and dads just turn a blind eye, but that's not the right thing to do. And, and you know, I gather, uh, well, you've said throughout the show that, that we've seen a huge uh, escalation at Gamblers Anonymous uh, from kids, teenagers who are become addicted to gambling. I mean, do, do, we, do we basically, do, you, do you let the kids hit rock bottom? Before we the, the, before they come to help, I mean, what what is the sense you're getting from the frontline trenches with teenagers who are 16 or 18 or whatever, you know, uh, you know, coming in and saying, "I got a problem. I'm addicted. I can't stop." H- h- what happens? Well, we 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 bring the parents into these Gaminon meetings. We talk to the parents. You know, even though the, the two groups are not allied, it always seems that um, that we kind of bring the parents over to the gamonons, to the GA side, and we really talk to them. And we say, listen, we're available to talk to. I mean, mental health professionals are professionals in this, but for some reason, we're really the professionals because we really understand it. We've lived through it, and we were able to give the advice. You know, there's two ways of helping a child, and... The parents should not be ashamed of what's going on. All they're trying to do is help the children. So we give them both options and give them as much information as they can. And, you know, once they get past this guilt, then they could sit and say, you know, how can we, you know, work with our child? And that's what we do. And we've been successful. GA started in 1957. Yeah. We've been helping people. Not only in the United States, it started in Los Angeles. It's all over the world. And with the Zoom meetings, we have meetings every single night, you know, all the time. 
with that same thing of different countries because everybody's being affected by it. Yeah, so, that's that's the thing, Don. It affects everybody. And, uh, you know, for families, they have to understand this is a medical illness. It's an addiction, and it has to be uh, treated. You just can't brush it under the rug and hope it goes away because it won't. And it's your kid. You're worried about your son or daughter. Don, I can thank, as always, uh, you know, for coming on on the show on an annual basis. It's just really, really good to hear from your expertise. Again, Don R. from Gamblers Anonymous. The hotline is 855 222 5542. The website is gamblersanonymous.org. Okay, that's going to do it for me in this edition of the Sports Edge. My thanks to Ed Arzuman. Hey, enjoy the game tonight. And just a reminder, we go back to an 8 a.m. start next Sunday here on the Sports Edge. I'll see you then. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event now get zero percent apr or up to 1500 bonus cash on the hyundai tucson now during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end soon call 562-314-4603 for details We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.